just a brief uh, view behind the curtain. We are currently in kind of a we're kind of taking a break recording our D&D episodes at the moment and I'm using that time to prepare a lot of things for it. And it's been a while since I've done a podcast about podcasts, so I thought why not combine it? I think you're muted. Motherfucker, sorry. <laughs> Uh, okay, what was the last thing that you heard me say? How did that happen? <laughs> I didn't press anything. Uh, about podcasts, and I got okay. really excited. Uh. Okay. And it's been a while since I've made a podcast, a, a podcast about podcasts, so I thought, why not merge the two things today and talk to you about D&D podcasts? Oh, wow. Oh, wow, we're doing it. We're really okay, doing let's it. let's do it. I'm excited. So meta. <laughs> 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 yeah, and... You know, as as I want to do, I have made a long, long list of of podcasts. Um, but I'm I'm quote unquote only going to be talking about the ones that I have actually listened to, um, which is still eight podcasts. But uh, you know, it's not not just twenty or whatever. So many, so many. I know. And about half of them I have stopped, started listening to in the last six weeks. So <laughs> there's that. that's where all of my enthusiasm, uh, it, has, it has honestly peaked. I've never been more into D&D as I've been in the last two months, which is ironic given that we haven't recorded in, in a month, but... That's so interesting. Like you'd think that, like in the when you're in the middle of the thralls of recording every week or whatever it is, then you would be... I guess maybe you're filling the D&D void in your heart by <laughs> listening to all these podcasts. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just trying to, you know, I th there have been like some discoveries that I have, like I've, I've discovered shows about topics that I've wanted to listen to for a very long time. And I finally found shows about it, which I'm very happy about. There is one show that's been going on for forever and it's very famous uh, but I've only recently started actually going through the archives because they have hundreds of, of uh, episodes already and it's quite a task but wow. I want to start at the beginning well actually can I ask you before you know just sure. in case for the listener who doesn't listen to our D&D &D stuff mm -hmm. do you mind quickly you know very basic explaining what D&D &D is of course D&D &D is uh, Dungeons and Dragons it's a uh, a tabletop role-playing game you could say the original tabletop role-playing game pen and paper and it's been developed in the 70s and has been going through various iterations it is it is kind of a stats-based game that is largely you you roll dice and then you see what happens more or less and there are there's combat there are social encounters and a bunch of role-playing if you want to there there are, there's a giant giant amount of law about it because of course it's been going for 50 years so of course there's a lot of lore it is very much in a fantasy setting as you know dungeons and dragons you know might might hint at and it is if i wanted to boil it down i i'd say it is collaborative storytelling which is why i love it a lot 
and just for like those who don't know as well like what because actually i didn't really understand it entirely until actually playing it like what is a role-playing game like what does that mean yeah, sure. We you have uh, one person who's the game master, or in D and D's case, the dungeon master, uh, which is not a sex thing. And you, every, every player ha- creates a character with like different, spe- uh, you know, specialties, the with like advantages and disadvantages. And as they make their way through the game, as those characters. Uh, the the game master narrates what happens, uh, you know, largely based on the roles and the c- decisions that characters, or rather the players who play those characters, uh, make. And just last question that kind of we would for maybe repetitive for those who do listen to our D and D stuff, but um, I guess how did you get into Dungeons and Dragons? Well, <laughs> that is a perfect segue. Because now I'm going to talk about the first D&D podcast I've ever listened to, which is called The Adventure Zone. And I started listening to to that, I don't even know when, maybe like five years ago or something like that. Uh, and yeah, The Adventure Zone is a podcast made by uh, the McElroys, which is uh, three brothers and their father. Um, and they have just, I think a few days ago or maybe a week ago, they've just uh, finished their fourth campaign. And it's mostly D&D, but also other TTRPGs, so tabletop role-playing games, like uh, other systems like Fate or Urban Shadows. And, you know, the first the first campaign they've done is called Balance. And I don't even remember how I came across it. I think it's just the like an online bubble that I was in had a lot of people raving about it. So I checked it out and I, I just fell in love with it because it has, it is basically you know a narrative podcast with a lot of comedic uh, you know with a lot of comedy in it kind of a light tone that kind of changes in the in the subsequent campaigns in terms of tone and you know what what the stories are about but i was really fascinated by it and they they play like the kind of very basic characters of like a fighter a cleric and a wizard which are three of the og D&D classes and it was just a great just a great tale like a fun romp uh, but with a lot of heart as well and so I kind of learned what D&D was about through listening to this game never having played it uh, sorry through this podcast never having actually played the game and that was kind of the first thing. Um, there are problems that I have now looking back at at the show, and I actually haven't made my way through the last two campaigns. I stopped listening to both of them at some point for different reasons. Uh, but I'll always check out what what they're doing next because it's it's a huge thing. Um, they're doing live shows and everything, so they're playing. They have like sold out shows in front of thousands of people uh, <laughs> who see who watch them play D anD. d That's insane. <laughs> I know, and but that's that's like a uh, a show that I'm going to talk about later is one of the top earning channels on Twitch. They make millions of dollars a year. That's amazing. But you yeah. know, just to clarify for the listener, you got into D anD. d from podcasts. Yes. 
that's i mean it's just like there is no more but there's no more chris story than that <laughs> i was gonna say yeah how else do you get into things <laughs> like, it's just <laughs> podcasts it's podcasts all the way down which is why i was so i was i really wanted to start a, a D podcast as well so i'm really happy that we got to do it and we continue to do it um so yeah taz is still around um they're still doing things they are i mean i assume there is going to be a fifth season and i i will be curious what they're gonna do with it um i'm not sure i'm gonna like it but uh, that's okay i'm still going to remember this first season very very fondly and it's kind of a comfort food thing for me like that first season whenever i've i just need something uh to listen to that i know i am going to like i just go back through that maybe not the whole arc because it's like i don't know like 80 hours of audio but i i go through like specific chapters uh, if you want yeah it's like your spaghetti and meatballs it's your comfort food that you want to go back to but maybe it's not the greatest thing in the world in retrospect exactly and i i kind of i I kind of fine finally uh stopped listening to it over and over again i mean i didn't listen to it over and over again but i i definitely listened to it like three times now like in in like totality the whole uh, thing or just the, the first thing. season yeah oh no no just the whole the first season the first whole season okay. yeah so the yeah. first like 80 hours or whatever that is the first 69 80 episodes. hours wow I that's mean, nothing. no power to you. That's nothing for me. <laughs> that is like, that's like two weeks. Well, what's amazing about podcasts, at least for me, is that you could do so many other things while listening to a podcast. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's how you do it or you just lay in bed looking at the ceiling. But I tend to do things when I'm listening to podcasts, which allows me to listen to more podcasts hours, per se, than like television or whatever. But, you know, teach their own. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely... At at some point, I started also. Sometimes I do just lay on the bed, stare at the ceiling, and listen to a podcast. I remember for The Adventure Zone, when the season finale came out, I just listened to that doing nothing, kind of also to celebrate doing it, to like by giving it my full attention, if you will. But yeah, generally, I listen to podcasts while doing something else, like cleaning, cooking, riding my bike, taking walks, going grocery shopping, all of these things. But there are definitely also podcasts where I want to, you know, pay full attention, for sure. And so, the next, uh, my second D and D podcast that I ever listened to is called Dragon Friends. It is a bunch of Australian comedians and theater people. And I just said that the Adventure Zone does live shows sometimes. And Dragon Friends, if if there isn't a, <laughs> if there isn't a lockdown in Australia which happens quite a lot of times, unfortunately, due to COVID. But if that doesn't happen, they always play in front of a live audience of a few hundred people. Every episode? Every episode. Wow. And the funny thing is that, <laughs> so basically they ha- they do that twice, uh, like I think, yeah, they do it every month. And then they split the recording up because they do a like a break in between. And so the first half is always one episode and the second half is always this uh, another episode. And you can tell because, you know, the um, uh, the odd episodes, they're all always relatively tame. And this uh, every even episode just goes off the rails because they've been drinking throughout. And so they just oh, do the wackiest oh, shit on that. There are, th- th- 
it's totally bonkers and it's very very explicit there are definitely clips that i could i think i i love listening there are some highlights of mine that are just the most crass humor you can imagine i can imagine quite a bit chris i'm gonna send you some links later (laughs) oh god it is it is extraordinary but I don't know. It's I, I love part of it. Again, you know, I, I don't... They, they're now in their eighth season. So they've been doing it for eight years now. I I have also st- stopped listening to it this year uh, just because for me personally, I wasn't happy with the direction of it. I think seasons two to four are amazing. No doubt about it. But everything that comes afterwards is is not really i'm not really into it um so i i've also re-listened to those three seasons quite a few times and it's and it's just a fun because they're they're all you know they've all done improv and you can tell why is it that a lot of the D people are just like improv people i think it's just because you gotta come up with things on the spot because things just, just change you know a lot of pod like a lot of D podcasts also maybe aren't explicitly comedy related but there is always some form of comedy in it and so comedy people theater people they are all kind of versed in this world of it and i think yeah improv is definitely something that goes through i think with all (laughs) with with all podcasts i'm mentioning today they are uh, there are always people in there that have a improv or theater background. Sometimes all of the people involved. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I mean, and it's also like in terms of role playing, right? Yeah, the whole thing. I mean, you've you're not doing a voice, right? You're like uh, when a hoy speaks, it's basically your voice. The cadence changes a little yeah. bit, but that like that's not a criticism by any means. But it's just, you're not like a hundred percent in character right yeah that's just not something you're doing and that's totally fine like most people i've been playing it in in real life with in real life have not done that but basically all of them are doing it they're doing voices they're doing like their their posture changes and everything so i, I think and i think maybe for people who have this background it is way easier to immerse themselves into that and kind of let go of maybe some form of something that holds them back and so they they mm. can they can just like let their creative juices flow a little bit e- more easily than your average person that makes sense yeah and so i don't know i, I really like this uh this it's a great group of people um they've been friends for a long time and you can tell um, with with most of those shows, honestly, those people have been knowing each other for a long time. And that's kind of what podcasts are about in the end as well. It's, of course, if the, if, if the narrative is great and the comedy is on point, I mean, that's what you're there for. But it usually only is that way because those people get along and it works and they know each other and they're, they're kind of a team. And yeah, I think I think that's just why podcasts at large work for me damn <laughs> it makes so much sense so the next one is kind of the outlier here because it's it is the the i would say <laughs> at this point this is the only amateur one 
that is just literally just for fun. All of the other ones are are more or less professional with uh, with live shows and everything. Total Party Kill, which is basically a bunch of people who are on the Incomparable Podcast Network playing in different campaigns and like with various players. It's a lot of fun as well, but. You can tell that, like, apart from the the dungeon master Tony Sindelar, everyone, like, no one there has a theater or comedy background, and you can kind of tell. Which is again, like, it's totally fine. Like, that's not what that show is about. It's about those people there having fun. But um, that's why I'm not going to go into like as much detail with with this one. But I just wanted to mention it because that was also something because I had known all of these incomparable people, and it was fun seeing them in a different context yeah i can imagine like jason snell like just <laughs> who's like this this really well-known tech journalist who's uh, whose character just like stabs someone <laughs> or whatever you know <laughs> it's just it's just fun and uh yeah so some of podcasters who have been honestly following for uh, almost a decade at this point and like admiring their work and it's, it's just like great to be there because that's kind of Again, you know, it's just a group of people who like each other and have fun together, and that's great. And yeah, n- next up we have we have three things, three shows that have their origin with college humor. Ah, uh, okay. Which I'm sure you you are aware of. Yeah. All right. So the next one is called. <laughs> it is literally called not another D and D podcast. Oh, funny. Um, or or short Nad Pod. And it's four college humor alumni. Um, one of them is the uh, is the DM, and three of them are the players. And they have various guests who've also been working for or affiliated with College Humor. And they've had uh, they are in their third campaign now. They've had many like mini arcs, just like as in between things. Their first, I don't know what it is with first seasons, but their first season is kind of also like a classic fantasy story with like maybe a little like a few steampunk elements thrown in but it's it's a great campaign with great characters all the subsequent things are also great but that one also is my kind of my favorite and yeah you can you can just tell everybody there just they just click creatively and it's a lot of fun and they also give a great peek behind the curtain about their character creation and you know just the the craft of doing it which is also what adventuring academy is about which is also also college humor adjacent i think is even yeah it is it is produced by them and their uh streaming service uh, and it is hosted by brennan lee mulligan who um interviews mostly dms but also you know just people who've been publicly and professionally playing D&D about kind of the craft of it I think I think it's now defunct but there are dozens of episodes about it and there are great tips about storytelling world building character creation about how to how, how to make sure everybody feels safe at the table everybody feels included and just there you can just hear the sheer love of like tabletop role-playing games and and their voices and i know it's, it's it is kind of a meta 
show in that respect nobody's playing on there but it's all people who play D and sometimes have played D D for decades and so there's kind of a lot of kind of a l- lot of fun to listen to those people share their insights and experiences it's kind of more of an interview show interestingly but i would say it's still still a D podcast <laughs> interesting yeah because like i mean i i've i know I don't know, but I've watched Brennan Lee Mulligan on other stuff, mm-hmm. uh, college humor things or dropout things. And yeah. I've tried, I mean, the one D&D thing that I tried to watch some this year was like their show, Dimension 20. Dimension 20. That's the next podcast I'm going to talk about. So please, please talk about it. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I just tried and I couldn't get into it. Mm. Um, I don't know why. Um, it just didn't resonate with me i'd watch like a little bit here or there but it wasn't it didn't captivate me like some of his other stuff or some of you know mm. all the cast or that is on that show um i like them in more improv different contexts but again i'm just not used to that sort of storytelling method or devices or yeah. whatever it may be but i i gave it my my best effort um <laughs> but uh you know it, it did seem that it would be entertaining for maybe someone who um got it more than i did yeah i haven't listened through like all of it because i'm i'm now simultaneously listening to like three or four dnd podcasts at this at this point and just trying to to make my way through literally hundreds of episodes uh, until i will finally be caught up and yeah i i think dimension 20 is very interesting obviously the production value is amazing with all the miniatures and you can watch the videos on youtube or drop out and it's a lot of fun i would still listen to the podcast probably but i think just it does a lot of interesting things with genre like the first season they did and I think they have re repeat or like they have returned to it since it's fantasy high where it's basically like a like a school like a high school for people uh, who want to become adventurers and it's kind of a fun twist on it they have the the second thing they did escape from the blood keep which is basically the the conceit is that like a lot of, like a lot of the ring style sauron is dead but the people who are like next in line try to try to kind of have everyone else not notice now they're like oh everything's normal everything's normal and it's 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 a very fun premise and it's very satirical that way i have only listened to the first episode so far and but yeah it's it's a great show I uh, no doubt about it uh, you know just looking at who's involved a lot of people that i uh you know i know from nadpod for example or from other uh other dnd podcasts or ttrpgs that might not even have to do with dnd <sighs> oh my god i know uh, we're getting we're gonna get to this <laughs> later when i'm just gonna be drop name dropping 20 podcasts oh great it's gonna be a whirlwind but next up we have number seven on the list and it is uh the aforementioned very very successful podcast uh, made up by a bunch of voice actors uh who are yeah very successful with it have their own production company they put out so much content it's crazy and they just they just love it um and i just love it and everybody loves them because they're one of the top earners on twitch apparently so 
it is called Critical Role, um, and it is kind of, um, yeah, definitely one of the reasons that D&D is more mainstream than it used to be. Really? Yeah, the renaissance of D&D, everybody talks about, oh, it's appeared in Stranger Things and everything, which is true. And there are, you know, D&D monsters in Stranger Things and obviously the the like kids in their play D&D. I've never watched a single episode, but I know that they're doing that. So like a lot of people got back into it, but Critical Role was was also like a I think for for a lot of people the the most visible thing and kind of a gateway into D&D as well. I've only now like 6 weeks ago started listening to it and their first campaign has like 115 episodes and they're all three to four hours long and uh just because you just said like oh yeah 80 hours is a lot i've listened to half of this so 60 episodes at this point and if if you go with uh three uh three to four hours on average that is more than 200 hours just that podcast and i've been listening to other podcasts in the meantime as well so i've been definitely binging that one (laughs) and it is it is quite a lot of fun obviously otherwise i wouldn't be listening to it but um yeah it's it's definitely very professional as well and in terms of world building kind of brendan lee mulligan and matt mercer who is the uh the dm in critical role and has also written a few official D books at this point they are kind of uh among with other th- people like abria iyengar for example uh kind of the gold standard when it comes to D, but also <laughs> everybody on D podcasts all- always says to to burgeoning dms just as a reminder you're not matt mercer you and you don't have to be kind of as you you don't have to be that level because he just does a tremendous job and obviously all of them being voice actors it is just incredible with in terms of character voices the the kind of group dynamics because it's a huge group it is like seven players which wow. is just insane it was still with only one dm yeah yeah, yeah. crazy can can there be a co DM situation ever? Yeah, for example, in Dragon Friends, they basically have their DM Dave Harmon, uh, who is not who's not the famous US American creator of various yeah, shows. Yeah, like what? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a different one. <laughs> uh, and and another person, uh, or actually two people. What one person? So so Dave Harmon is like the DM, and then you have Ben Jenkins who does all of the NPC or most of the NPC voices. And then you have, I'm blanking on his name, but you have another person who uh, also plays a character, but also sometimes plays some NPCs and also co-writes the story and everything. So they kind of share the load. And yeah, but uh, usually it is just one DM who does everything. Cool. Makes sense. I know seven players is kind of extreme, but uh, it's like quite a lot, but I think they're just all professionals. So they kind of, they just, I don't know, no, not to like, I mean, they still cross talk somewhat sometimes, but you know, it's not too bad. And they're just all really in character. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's very impressive. And so lastly, uh, I'm going to be talking about a show that I've been, I had been hoping to find a show like this and I was very happy to discover it. And <laughs> it actually has been, has been existing for quite a few years at this point i just hadn't found it yet 
and because honestly a lot of a lot of like D&D content out of there is made by uh, white people which is not inherently bad but uh, you know in terms of you know there are definitely things you know I mean you know diversity helps everyone obviously and uh, I'm going to say like the college humor things are also quite you know there are all, all kinds of different people in there which I think is great it's like quite if you look at the cast they have like all kinds of people in there which I think is is like great but three black halflings is like three poc discussing not just the game mechanics or or like their experiences in terms of just playing characters but also and crucially how those topics or like how how those experiences relate to them being pocs topics like diversity and inclusivity as well as racism and the racist legacy of the foundations of dnd which is like rooted in tolkien and like which has very problematic things in there and it's it is a phenomenal uh, podcast that i really like the three hosts are really great uh they've been t- they're always tech- tackling interesting sometimes challenging subjects um they're also playing on there sometimes and yeah it, it is an amazing podcast and something i have been wanting to find for a long time and i'm really happy that i did cool that's amazing you need more of that i'm sure yeah and it's and it is yeah they just talk about so many important things like a lot of things that i had always been thinking about like oh this is weird and like different things that i think in the game are kind of bad like inherently like the game usually says okay like this kind of like this species is like inherently this or inherently that is like eh. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, I don't think so. Like that's that's kind of a weird way of thinking about things. But yeah, a lot of those podcasts that I've been t- talking about, they they are also critical of that, and they don't really that doesn't apply to them. And yeah, I think shows like Three Black Halflings just give the visibility to a lot of people who are also part of this and are fortunately getting more and more a place at the table so to speak uh which makes me just very happy and they're they're you know always always discussing very interesting things uh, controversial things and also you know pointing the direction to other great other great content like something that i really want to check out at some point once i have binged all of those podcasts is <laughs> a podcast called into the motherlands which is basically an afro futuristic uh D setting or there is um, a D&D module, which I think is now getting turned into some sort of video game called the Wagadu Chronicles, which is also set in Africa um, and basically re-imagines all of those like D&D classes as, as like how would that work in terms of greater African uh, histories and cultures and how, how would that work and mythologies. I see. And like just like straight up the word race is like there's one race and it's the human race and we are, have may- maybe they use like something called lineage lineages. So much better. So right? much better. <laughs> I yes. don't understand. Ugh. I know. I know. That was kind of something that got lost in the in our setup episodes because you know you we had been like kind of joking about it or like pointing the finger to it, but like not really talking about it, how like 
it is so it's normalized it's it a is huge totally issue. an issue exactly and there there are fortunately some some things in um in, like some you know some newer developments in D&D that are you know going towards the right direction and we we can talk about that at a at a later at a later point in another podcast if you want i feel like we should on our podcast refuse to use that word and just change the word make another word and just use that yeah i've i've heard it uh, you know a lot of people prefer something like species perfect which is Easy. much better i think <laughs> and yeah. you know the whole idea of Okay, you're an, you're a half orc, so you get plus two strength, plus one constitution. That that gets thrown out the out of the window with some new books that have been coming out, which is like, no, you get a plus two to one score and a plus one to two to another score, and you can just well, you lost me there, but I'm fine. Uh, with <laughs> <laughs> well, we can talk about it on uh, on on our D and D podcast for sure. I like how this whole episode is just a plug for people to listen to our D and D stuff. Well. Of course. <laughs> I mean, also listen to all of this other great stuff if you haven't, but also uh, we have a D&D podcast. I have definitely, I'm trying to improve my DM skills. There's something that Zach Oyama said on uh, uh, on Adventuring Academy, I think it was, or maybe it was on Three Black Halflings. I don't remember anymore because I've been listening to too many podcasts recently. <laughs> And because he had he had a podcast until quite recently called the the Rotating Heroes podcast, in which he kind of DM'd pl- uh, games for players who had never played D anD D before, uh, but he also had never DM'd. So he said like it's a very public way to fail. And honestly, listening back to our first like prologue arc, I feel like that was also a very public way of failing because if I look at the narrative structure and some of the things I've done there. I'm not happy with that and I'm trying to improve, but that's what it's all about at the end of the day. And it's about having fun and that we did. Exactly. I mean, no complaints and honestly, like who cares? So yeah, safe to say the, uh, the podcast patron or our website, seriallyhook.com is going to get updated very soon with a bunch more D&D podcasts. I could, th- I'm just going to name drop a few things now because yeah, I already mentioned too, there's also kind of, there's one called Dungeons and Daddies, which is about like... <laughs> Sorry, that just sounds like a like a really like a kinky yeah. thing. That <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but it and I mean that's definitely what they're going for tonally and like in a jokey way. But it is kind of the premise. I think is it's just like real world dads who are sucked into a fantasy world and need to save their sons and just become D and D characters. I think is the premise of it. Um, and then you have like high rollers, which is which I have seen described as a British version of Critical Role, a show called Bombarded, where Bard is in all caps, which is all mu- like all of the players are musicians. And I just wanted to po- uh, point to some, you know, all female uh, or all Flinter D and D podcasts, the Broadswords, Dames and Dragons, Girls Guts Glory, and Behold Her. Um, and lastly, just three great podcasts that are about TTRPGs, but not uh, D&D or not exclusively D&D. First, there's the Glass Cannon podcast, which is for Pathfinder. Then you have Friends at the Table, which is just different TTRPGs. And 
Last but certainly not least, the very popular L.A. by Night, which plays a game called Vampire the Masquerade, which our mutual friend Sophie just talked to me about. And then a few days later, I discovered this podcast. And I'm going to listen to all of them eventually, but maybe that's a project for next year. Damn. I know. So much <laughs> great D&D content, and I'm here for all of it if I have enough time. I mean, isn't that the biggest restriction of all time? It really is. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just so happy because this has become one of my biggest hobbies, D&D. I just I just love the social aspect of it, the like the mutual experience of this thing, the the creativity of of this this like storytelling that we all do together and uh I just love to see that in all different uh arenas on the internet and i'm just happy that it exists well i'm glad to hear about it thank you so much for sharing this has been like an amazing ride and for those of you who are listening and still listening you should obviously check out all of our dnd stuff and all these podcasts that i'm sure that chris is going to put online for us to go and check out so yeah thanks again chris oh my pleasure <laughs> <laughs> the easiest podcast ever to prepare for <laughs> and i can't wait for the next one uh, oh my god i'm so excited for that one no spoilers of course but it'll blow your mind so if you like what you heard and want to support the show uh what can you do what what can chris what can the listeners do to support us <laughs> uh give us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts and if you want to reach out Go to our website, look at the beautiful art by Luca, look at all of the great uh, sites that Rashad has created and designed, and then drop us a line in all of the various ways you can do that, which you can find on the website. And yeah, I mean, shout out to Luca for all our great artwork. It's, I mean, we can never thank him enough for what he does. No, truly not. Especially our new D&D artwork, which has, which has just gone live. Isn't that a great... Yeah, go check that out. <laughs> New D&D artwork. Bye. Bye.